Blog Talk Radio. Let your power fall when your name is called. Prove the doubters wrong. God, you're still mine and strong. So fight this battle for me. And help my unbelief So I can tell all my friends you won again That you have won again Let your power fall When your name is Pastor Bettison 
affectionately known as Pastor B, is a powerful and anointed woman of God. She served for many years at Emmanuel United Pentecostal Church under the leadership of Bishop Sherman Diggs. Through her 35 years, say it, 35 years, say it again, 35 years at Emmanuel, Pastor Bettison served in many capacities from usher to assistant pastor with grace, humility, commitment, compassion, and passion. She is now the founder and pastor of Victory Temple Deliverance Center at 7 East Maple Avenue. And the reason I had you to repeat the 35, most of us can't stay on a job 35 years. Amen. Most of us can't stay in a relationship 35 years. Amen. To be in a ministry serving for 35 years is amazing to me, and I love it. The vision of VTCD impregnated Pastor Battles many, year ago, many years ago. Yes, she knew that God, in his strategic plan and infinite wisdom, was preparing her through all of the positions, elevation, and the experiences of various leadership roles in ministry. As God used her to preach in various churches and states, her gifts were being sharpened and perfected to benefit her as she made plans and provisions to walk in the path God chose for her from birth. Pastor B's anointing for praying, teaching, sacrificing, and preaching has touched and transformed the lives of many, and my life was one of those transformed. God has used her to speak prophetically, given her knowledge of direct situations which have set many free, saved lives, restored marriages, and caused many to walk in newness of life, a life of deliverance. Pastor Betterson is a woman of God with integrity, wisdom, and knowledge, and y'all know we are lacking that in the in, in the land right now. She is a woman who stands strong in the face of adversity, trusting God in all things. She is a woman with impact and of good character. Good character, y'all. Not only is she called to pastor, but she called to be a spiritual mother to many who know they will get love, nurturing, and truth. She has prayed many through from all walks of life with various problems to change life for the good. Pastor Bettison's walk is by faith knowing that with faith, knowing what faith and prayer can do. She often sings faith that conquers anything. I am so honored to be able to bring to you tonight, guys, Pastor Turlin Betterson. Woo! Hello. Hey, hello. lady, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. And yourself? Listen, I'm doing well. I'm so excited to have you with us tonight. Yeah, I'm um, excited as well. You know, you know, sometimes you make me a little nervous. Can oh, we wow. just talk? Yeah, can we just talk, talk a little bit? Sometimes you make me a little nervous because <laughs> I don't ever know what's going to happen. Okay. Well, I be a little nervous sometimes because I don't know but what God is going to do. that's a good place do. to be, though. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> yes. Listen, um, I always remember our trip to New Jersey. Yeah, and um, and and coming to the church and just being in awe and being uh, in amazement, and I think um, at that point you had been at that church. I mean, I don't even know what the number was, and I remember thinking, wow, you know, in in, in the day and age that we live in, where we are so we are such a hidden and quitted generation, you right. know, um, and that's why I kept saying, thirty five years. You know, I, I don't know a lot of marriages last 35 years. Yeah, and, you know, and I must add, this was it was an honor to be there up under the leadership of Bishop Diggs and later on uh, his grandson, Pastor Nesbitt. But when you have good leaders and you see vision and they have your interests at heart, then it's, it's, it's no heart struggle to stay. Uh, there were many other opportunities that uh, I was offered places to go, places to work in other ministries, but my heart was just, you know, locked in to Emmanuel. I didn't want to move until I, you know, really knew what God was leading me and where he was leading me. So when I didn't know what to do, I stood still. Oh, so, yeah. And in standing there, um, God began to do some things in me that would change me and fix me for the battle. And that's part of the process. See, we don't hear from God. And I had to learn how to wait until I knew God was speaking and got familiar with his voice that I would not err because I didn't want my life to fail. 
So I stayed there. Uh, people were calling. People were pushing. You know, everything I heard wasn't positive, but I stayed mm-hmm. there in spite of all things. So it's to God be the glory. It really is to God be the glory. I have no goodness of my own. I don't even count the years. When you were reading it, I was like, oh, it was that, that, that time frame. But it was the blessing of the Lord. It was good that I was there. Amen. Amen. It was good for me being there. Oh, gosh. Mm, that just makes my heart burn. Um, and while we're talking about that, it, tell you know I know I read your bio, but can you introduce yourself a little bit to our audience? Well, sure, sure. You know I, I like to call myself Turlin. You know, so others call me Pastor Bettison, but I'm Turlin, and um, and I am what you see. I am. You know, I, I'm when you see me, I'm I'm the same Turlin. You know, I thank God for the place that He has me in, um, and I'm honored that He would choose even me because my life. Uh, hasn't been a perfect life. I've done some things and I've been some places, you know, but God is faithful and he's merciful and his grace is sufficient uh, and he has forgiven me and I'm saved and I can walk therein. I praise him for uh, even considering me to be one of the servants to share the word or to watch over his sheep, that it is a blessing and honor to be considered. Uh, And my daily prayer Minister Baker is that I never fail God, that I never displease him. So it causes me sometimes just to be, you know, by myself, and I'm okay with that because I don't ever want to cause any shame to the gospel or to the mm. name of the Lord, you know, and to the, um, to the assignment of a pastor and as a leader because uh, it is important, you know, that we make sure as leaders, as God has called us out to do a specific job and to do an assignment, that we are guarded about how we live, what we say, where we go, what we do. And that is so important to my life um, because you can't find yourself always in common places with common people when God has called you aside to do an assignment. You know, so I'm excited about, you know, where God has me. I'm excited about the the people that God has yet connected to the ministry um, and lovable people, and they're excited, and we we just excited about what God is getting ready to take us, you know, to places unknown. Everything doesn't work out the way that we've desired it, but I praise God for the victory because we know we win. I like that song yes. you were playing at the beginning. We we win again, you know. What I mean? yes. So you know, I, we we often tell each other our name is victory, so we don't accept defeat. You know, God has yes. given us that name that we walk therein, being victorious. And my prayer is for the saints of God everywhere to know that we are a victorious people. Yes. Yeah, the only way defeat comes is because we accept it. But if we can keep fighting the fight of faith, we will win the victory again. Mm 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 mm. Whew, that's some good word right there. That is some good word. Let me ask you, you know, um, I always joke and I always, you know, laugh because, you know, I'm, I'm always be caught somewhere laughing anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we wasn't always saved, at least right. I, I wasn't, you know. So talk to us about your, your faith journey. How did you come to believe in, in this God that we serve? Well, that's a good question, um, Minister Derma, I'm sorry, I called you by your own name. Um, <laughs> I was raised in, in High Point, North Carolina. My mother and father were both saved, so I was raised in a Christian family. Uh, they took us to church. They didn't send us. They took us to church. They took us to Sunday school. We had to participate in the Sunshine Band. We were there. My dad was a deacon, and my mother was the uh, piano player of the ministry, so we were there for all the services. Um you know, and being raised in the house, uh, my grandfather was the bishop of the church in North Carolina, United Church of God. So it was all around us. So we knew church. We, we as kids, were in the house playing church with, you know, album covers for tambourines and uh, Afro cones for microphones. And we would have church in the house. So it was, it was the way that I was raised uh, to have a sincere love for the Lord um, and to seek after Him. And, and even I must add this part of it because I don't want to cause any type of deception. Even though I was raised in such a rich environment, it didn't stop me from going my own way as I got a little older. But I hold fast to the scripture that I couldn't stray but so far because there was always a conviction in me that led me back to church. And mm-hmm. I encourage people every day in my walk of life, even when my life don't line up with the will and the word of God, I kept pressing my way to church. 
You know, if the enemy can stop you from getting to the house of God, where the presence of God dwells, where the people of God are there and and the praises are going forth, the presence of God is there, if he can get you to stay home and don't go, then he can sift your life faster uh, and it's harder for you to bounce back. But when I was walking the walk, I still kept going to church. And I praise God for the strength and the joy that God has given me in being an overcomer. Um, so I said when I didn't want to go, I went. And, and my mother used to teach us that in the church years ago, said, well, if you can get here and if you can muster up a thank you, mm. you'll find out that things will go get. Don't get here and, and fold your arm, but if you tell God thank you in the midst of getting here, I guarantee you by the time you leave, things will be a lot better. Because the enemy is a deceiver anyway. He makes things seem all big and bad and bold. You know, so, but if we can get to the house of God, make us feel like we're the worst sinner in the world. But if we can get to the house of God, you know, mm. even though I, fumble, I fell and I've stumbled, I still got to make it to the house of God. You know, and when we get to the house of God as believers uh, that are saved, we can't be in the place of judgment. We've got to be in the place of open arms because if it wasn't for the grace of God, there go I. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. there go I. You know, so that is the the where I would uh, like to encourage any listeners, anyone that those of you in your family that may somebody just get them to come to church. You know, just get them to press their way. You know, because life is happening. It really mm-hmm. is, and life is happening, and stuff is happening. And sometimes when you feel like you know you can't get that breakthrough, and you, and you're mm-hmm. trying to do what you can do, and it seems as though that God is, has not showed up and God is not coming and you're praying and you're praying and, you you know, you're fasting and the enemy is telling you it ain't going to happen for you, it will cause you to cop out on life. Mm. But if you can keep pressing to the house of God, you mm. know, to gain the strength. You know, David said in the 40th Psalms, he said, I have waited patiently on, patiently on the Lord and he heard me. He inclined and his uh, <laughs> ear to my voice and he heard my cry, you know, but... David is writing the scripture. Uh, it, for me, it appears that after he's come out, he's telling us how he got out of the pit. He said, I had to wait on him. And this is, he lifted me up and out of a horrible pit. You know, so he gives us the testimony in history that we can make it out of this place. Yeah. You know, dark, in the dark place, in the pit, in the muck and mire. What is the pit? The pit can be life situations. It can be, you know, addictions. It can be financial problems. It can be health situations, marriage situation, problem with the children, I don't care what the pit may be. God can lift you up and out, but you got to keep pressing your way to the house of God, you know, mm-hmm. seeking, getting in the face of God and with the people of God, because where two or three are touching and agreeing, he promised that he would be in the midst. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Mm. I don't know, but I feel something moving in my soul right now. I feel God. Hallelujah. <laughs> I thank you. My uh, God, I make a, I'm, ah, my God. I ain't got tired tongue now because I feel like I just want to just go ahead where I'm going. Go ahead, you know, go ahead. And tell oh you, you know, to talk because, you know, when we look at the saints of God, and that's what the enemy does. He tries to weary us. He tries to get us all off guarded, you know, get us in the place of discouragement. As a young lady, the mothers taught me that the greatest weapon of the enemy is the weapon of discouragement. If mm. he can get us courage in our walk and discourage in the house of God and, and cause us to get to the place where we feel like nobody cares. He will use that one weapon and wear most of us down. I don't care what our titles are. I don't care how long we've been in church. If we get this courage, we become weary in doing well. Oh, God, yeah. I thank your name. But we can't faint. You know, it's, it's, we can't faint. You know, we've got to continue to press, you know, into the uh, press up to the high calling of Christ Jesus. Even in the midst of this, so when we are discouraged and we're at a place now where I'm seeing believers have become to the place that they're hopeless, they're they're trying to serve God, but they're frustrated. You know, they're yeah. like, make it. You know, it's it's beginning to wear the kingdom of God, the people of God down because of life. But if we can press our way through, I'm telling you, God will give us the victory. I read an article a couple of weeks ago, and I was sharing it with my church that really blessed me as I was reading in James, where James was telling the people to count it all joy. Mm. But the article blessed me because it said something about um, that the early church saints of God that went through many things. They went through uh, being beheaded. They went through being cast out. They went through major things because they fell in love and 
accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Uh, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, when we look at the early church and look at today's church, we find ourselves and, and find preachers are preaching more of a prosperity message and preaching more of a hyper-faith match, faith message that there will be no more bad days. But the mm-hmm. real fact of the matter is we're going to have some more bad days. You know, uh, these people that James was writing to and was talking to said that they were being scattered abroad. They were hated because by the Jews because they were Christians, and they were hated by the Gentiles because they were Jews. So they couldn't mm. find nobody that like them. So as James opens up, he said the people were being scattered abroad. So they're wondering, why is this thing happening to me? All I did was accept Jesus. All I mm. did was... You know, after the, cruci- the resurrection, I accepted Jesus as my Lord. Why am I going through all of this? And James Jeez. doesn't come to them and tell them, you know, it's going to be okay. He don't. He said, no, count it all joy mm-hmm. when you fall into have a temptation. Well, you got to still let God give you some joy in the midst of all of this because it's going to happen. He said, yeah. but if you lack wisdom, any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. If you got some questions about it, then go to God. We're messing up because mm-hmm. we want the people trying to ask them the solution to the problem that God is allowing us to go through to make us better. He wants to make us better and not bitter, but unfortunately we're becoming bitter and God is not making us better. But the process mm-hmm. is really ordained to make us better. But we've got to endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. You know, go through the process. Yeah, we will mm-hmm. get to the promise, but we got to go through the process. Jesus. My God. My God. You know what? Oh, you just blessed my soul. And let me, t- you know, because I mean, I'm just sitting here, and you know, we've all going through something, you know, and yes. you feel like sometimes, like, gosh, you know, this is another weight, you know. I mean, because we know, we clearly we know that um, when we accept Christ. You know, I don't know about nobody else, but nobody ever told me this is going to be a bed of roses. They told me I was going to have to strive for my faith. Yeah. And so um, it brings me back to I remember when I first started writing on Facebook about faith um, probably mm, six, five, six years ago whatever. And I remember one um, pastor said to me, why are you always talking about fighting? Why are you always talking about fighting um, and faith? And those two things don't go together. And uh and it, <laughs> I, I had to laugh because I said, "Well, Lord, every day I'm fighting. Maybe, maybe I'm the only one. You know, I'm I, I'm fighting." And so, um, I understand how you can fight so much that you think, "Well, Lord, is it ever going to be anything besides fighting?" But if we stay in it, if yeah. we just stay there and not try to jump out before it's time, because I know. There's some things in my life that happened that I never understood, and now I can truly say that all things work together for my good. Amen. Amen. You know, there was a time I couldn't say that because I didn't know that. But um, I look at it, and it's so funny to me now because hindsight is always twenty twenty. Right. You know, and I look back on that stuff, and I and and I remember thinking at one time I thought I was going to die in the process. You know, I couldn't understand why, Lord, what what is going on? But now, it was to temper me. You know, mm-hmm. um, it was to um, know that when God says shut up, He means for you to shut up. <laughs> you know, I mean, because I, I was one of those. You know, I had okay. <laughs> I had something to say. honey. You know, and and I yeah. thank God for that because now. Stuff don't get up under my skin, exactly. you know, and, and, and I'm not apt to say the first thing I think, you know, yeah. um, at least not as often, but okay. we have to contend for our faith. But let me ask you this, and, and I think that I think you're getting ready to mess us up, though. Um, what feeds your soul? Um, feeds my soul, uh, what I love to do is, is I get into to myself and I just begin to meditate on the word of the Lord, and it ministers to me um, over and over again. I got a a couple of you know CDs that I I uh, that I favor, you know, by some of my mentors that I listen to. That this it, it enriches my life and it blesses me. Um, then I go into my prayer time that it feeds me, you know, and I always end up singing something. I know I don't sing that well, but I know how to have worship to the Lord, and He honors. You know, the cracks in my voice is because he recognized the sincerity of my heart. You know, so 
I can have a good old revival right in my own house, in my own car, you know, wherever I am. You know, I just, you know, think on the goodness of the Lord, and it gives me strength, and it enriches me. Of course, everybody knows that know me, know that I'm a dancer, I'm a praiser, you know, so I, I, I definitely, I, I don't only praise God when I, I, I get the answer. I praise God when I'm seeking the answer, when everything is all breaking loose, you know, so... Mm. That that has been, uh, if I have to say, my survival has been my praise, because mm. I praise God with tears in my eyes, and I praise God when you know it looked like I was going to be evicted from my house. I praise God when mm. you know I was behind in my bills, and when my doctor's report didn't come back favorable, I still gave God my praise because that was the thing for me that encouraged me that if you can praise God in this, you can get the victory. You know, so it takes me to. Um, it builds up my confidence and my faith in God when I begin to praise him. But if you don't stay in the word of the Lord, you know, to, to, to feed your faith, then, you know, after a while when the music stops, then the praise is going to stop. You know, but mm, you've got mm. to make sure that your faith is 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 filled. As you said last, uh, earlier when you were talking, and I didn't want to interrupt you, about the faith and fight. You know, we are counted all day long as sheep for the slaughter. So faith and fight, we've got to fight the good fight of faith. It is a must. So we can't give in, but we've got to make sure that we keep ourselves nourished. We've got to stay in the word. We've got to study to show ourselves approved. You know, we've got to make sure that we keep our prayer time before the Lord and acknowledging him in all our ways and let him direct our path. And, you know, we've got to continue to stay in the presence of the Lord. So for me, it's just the whole thing. It's just. You know, me. There are some days, you know, when I come in and I just begin to sing and I, I put something on and just sing and the tears begin to run down my face. And the Lord has even uh, uh, allowed me to write a couple of songs. And even earlier today, I, my mind went back to a song that I had written that really came back and blessed me again. You know, so I give God the glory, you know, for what he's doing. You know, so I can um, just sit down and fellowship you know, with other pastors and friends, and we, we're encouraging one another. But it's important uh, that we connect together as believers. You know, the Bible tells us that iron sharpens iron. So mm. we've got to be able to sharpen each other, keep each other, hold each other accountable for the walk. I mm. went through another whole different thing, didn't I? Mm, I like I, it, though. I shifted I like it, though. a different area. Yeah, we've got to hold each other accountable, you know, for the walk. I'm accountable for you, so I can't let you fail. You know, when, mm. when when Moses and the people were fighting uh, the Amalekites, you know, um, Moses was uh, getting weary, and uh, mm-hmm. Aaron and her had went to the mountain with him. You know, the story about how as long as they were fighting, uh, mm-hmm. they were, as long as he had his hands up, they were winning. Yeah. But as soon as he put his hands down, they began to to fall, you know. And, you know, I was saying to the church that Israel, they weren't warriors. They were slaves. They had just came out of Egypt, so they didn't know anything about fighting. But mm. they were being attacked by the enemy because of the blessings of the Lord, you know, because God had made water come out of a rock in a mm. land that had been desertly dry. Because folks can attack you for stuff that God do for you. They're hating mm. because of the blessings of the Lord. So now Israel gets this, this blessing, so the enemy is attacking them because now they got water that's come out of dry places from a rock. Make no sense to them, so they're angry with them. We're going to kill you because of what God's done, you know, for what your God has done. But in the story, it says Moses' arms gets weary, and Aaron and her get a rock for him to sit on, and they hold up his arms. Why? Because mm. they wanted to make sure that he mm. got the victory, that Israel got the victory. They had to help. We're accountable to hold up each other's arms. In the midst mm. of the battle, that's the position for victory. You know, so when my arms get weary, I need somebody to help me hold them up. So as long as they're up, you know, if you look up, you know, the, the, the method of praises, you know, when our mm. hands are lifted high, oof, that's the way we're going to get the victory. You know, so when you can't lift up your arms, I need to be there to help you hold them up. You know, I need to be yeah. there to help you praise them, you know, so that you can get the victory. You know, because guess what? When you win, I win. You know, we're in this battle together. Yes. We are are helping one to another. You know, I I like that story, you know, because 
uh, when when Moses and them had got to the place where they thought they could be at a place of rest. They didn't endure Egypt, came out of from the Red Sea. Now they're into the wilderness, a place where they thought they could really just take it easy on their way to the promised land. Uh, but the enemy had another whole plan. I need to speak mm. that in somebody's life now. You've just come out of a situation, and you think it's on your way, you know, t- to the place of promise. But the enemy will get jealous of some things that God is doing in your life and set forth an attack. But I need you I to keep, keep your praise, keep your hands lifted, you know, because that we got record to prove that we get the victory as long as our hands are lifted high. Oh, bless mm. his name. As long as I- we're giving him honor, we'll get the victory. If I don't care how much, how hard it gets, keep lifting up your hands. Yeah, mm. go to your neighbor and let your neighbor know, help me hold my hands up because I'm getting weary in doing what's right, and I need that additional help. Oh, bless his name. Yeah, don't have nobody in your presence and praise God by themselves. Jesus. <laughs> don't ever. You know what? Know you know you don't mess me up. <laughs> yeah, David said, let us exalt his name together. Don't sit in their presence and let one praise and I not praise. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get in the floor and we're going to praise the Lord together because I don't have to know the story. I see the evidence of something I recognize, and that's a praise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so Jeez. it's just a blessing, you know. It's it's a blessing. I'm so excited, Cassandra, and, and to your listeners, I know I keep going, jumping all over everywhere. I'm trying, you're trying to have a structure that I'm just going, hitting, and missing. Uh-uh, <laughs> go right ahead. But, but I bless God. You know, um, I do a little reading. I just want to, you know, uh, encourage the people. Um, I was reading something, and uh, I do a lot of reading sometime on surveys to see what is being said about the believers. And I yes. read this survey that said that... Uh, about Christian Americans that said that we go through a certain cycle. We go from bondage to spiritual faith, from spiritual faith to great courage, from great courage to liberty, from liberty to abundance, to Mm -hmm. abundance to complacency, from complacency to laziness, from Mm -hmm. laziness to dependency, and from dependency back to bondage. Mm. That's that's the way wow. it is. So this is how they predict us when we're going through trials. We go from bondage, we get free. You know, we go from to spiritual faith. We get great courage. We get free. We're, we're living in the abundance. And once we get the abundance, we get complacent. You know, once mm-hmm. the complacency is, we get lazy. We don't do. We don't pray yeah. as much. We don't fast as much now because, you know, you got complacent. You know, now you're lazy. You're going to come dependent, dependent mm-hmm. on something else to kind of take you to the next because you have lost your connection with your great courage. Mm. So now you're, you're needy. That Now it puts you back in the place of bondage. So you mm. continue the whole cycle. And when we read it, and in the, in the survey, it says if the, 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 the person that conducted the survey said that if they had to give uh, a place where they feel like as Christian Americans where we are now, it would say we're somewhere between complacency and laziness. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. It sounds like they're trying to say that the people of God has become complacent with the things that God is doing for us, and we're not charged, we're not challenged to go further. We become lazy in our faith and lazy in our praise and lazy in our study time. We put on the victim clothes and not the victor's clothes. We, we're we not pursuing after the things of God like we should be and we're like we used to be. You know, unfortunately for the church, we have a history of when things are going well, we don't pray and we don't fast. When everything mm-hmm. is going well, we don't always seek the face of God. You know, when mm-hmm. we have a need in our life, we'll turn our plate down in a minute and fast mm-hmm. and pray. But we don't set up a continual fasting and praying that God can, we can maintain a level in him and stop going with this seesaw thing and this up and down thing and around this cycle that we can be steadfast. You know, at a level where I'm not in and out. I'm not, you know, shifting my emotions from one place to another every day. I don't know what I'm going to get today or who I'm going to see, you know, when I get to the house. I want to make sure that we are balanced as believers. But we we are somewhere now, according to the survey, between complacency and laziness. 
So I need to challenge all of us as born-again believers, you know, to get back on the post, get back our grind back in spiritually, that we would continue to fight, that we would go back to the things that when we first met God and we nothing could shake us. We was on church on time. We was, you know, volunteering to do things, but now we've gotten to the place where we'll let somebody else do it. Oh, ask them to pray. Oh, ask them to do this. No, this is our assignment to go forth. You know, yeah. be ready at any given time, that you don't cause anyone else to slip. Trust me, I need it. You know, you know, pastors need it. Your pastor needs it. You know, just because we have a title don't mean that we don't get weak, we don't get weary. So we need the saints of God to continue to fight, to continue to move, to continue to press, and don't get lazy. Don't, don't get slowful. Don't get to the place that you, you know, just hitting and missing and let somebody else do it. Or I <coughs> clear my throat because I can't sing today. No, mm. no. Let us get in this thing and do it wholeheartedly. Yes. That's Amen. what's needed. Because Amen. you don't want to get to the place that you become lazy in God. Amen. Amen. You know what? I hadn't heard it like that, but I like it like that. I like that. Where we don't become lazy in God. Yeah. I like you know, I gotta think about that some more. I I, I like that. I I, mm-hmm. I really I like that because I I like how I see it relevant. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's almost okay. like having that light bulb moment. Okay. Uh, I got um, that we can't afford to get lazy because you know the enemy leaves us only for a season. That's right. And so we can't afford to get. Comfortable and caught up and complacent at where we are because there's gonna to have to be a a surge and a push ahead. I, you know, I'm, I'm I want to think about that some more. Yeah, and I like yeah. to do that. I, I like to to um to mull over the things that I learned. Um, okay. what's your favorite room in the church and why? Okay, um. Let me just say this way, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> when we talk about, you know, the church, the actual building, in, in, and let me just explain my situation, uh, because right now I'm just uh, leasing a, a, just the a chapel of a building, so I only have the chapel for me at the building where we worship and we praise God. Um, but when I walk into the chapel every Sunday, um, I go in there and I'm, I get excited because I begin to say, okay, God, this is, is what you have blessed uh, my hands to to be. You've given, entrusted my hands over. So I always walk in, even while we're setting up for worship, um, it's our time of, of prayer time and our time, you know, setting up the, the mics and things. So we're going around, and I'm just praying for the presence of the Lord just to sweep over our souls and to just to bless us at that time. You know, so if I had to relocate uh, my favorite room at my house is my bedroom. I, that's my sanctuary there because um, uh, I, I can get in my room and I can close the door, and this is where God and I just have our own Time. This is where I do my prayer. I got my favorite recliner chair, and I'm sitting there, and, and so I'm, I'm there for hours on end, just studying and, and, and praying and singing and listening to music and just meditating on the things of God. You know, um, always excited. You know, sometimes I, I don't tell nothing wrong, but I don't always want to go out and go to the store to do sharpen or whatever, I will be content staying in my room. And it's not yes. an issue of depression. It's just there's a place of peace. There's a place of fellowship that I have with the Lord. You know, so but I take my time uh, and my time in my room, and I come out and some my family come to visit, I go out and have fellowship. So I'm grateful, you know, for visitation. But my mm-hmm. personal time is when I get in, in my room, you know, the, those that are in the house don't know whether I'm asleep or awake, you know, unless they hear my voice or something and uh, someone call. But that's my personal time in my, my private space. Mm-hmm. And I must tagline is don't put me in the car by myself because I can go all the way in, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll go all the way in in the car, and I'm telling you, you know, by myself just singing. I cut the radio off and just me and the Lord. I go all the way in. You know, a few days ago I was singing and went going to the market. I had to sit in the van and wipe my eyes good because I didn't want nobody to think I was having no issues. But the presence of the Lord had just made visitation. You know, because I was singing to the Lord, I need thee, oh I need thee, mm. every hour, and I felt yes. His presence. You know, and I was able to go in and. You know, do my little shopping and come on out. out. I just, I just give him glory for it, and I bless him. Hallelujah! Any Did good? I answer your question? Well, I, I, I <laughs> wish I could describe being in the presence of God. In all of my writing and in all of my reading, I have yet to be able to describe to someone that's never been in His presence. Okay. Um, and and I wish. I, I, I wish there was a way to adequately describe what it is to be in his presence. To be, and I always think about that song, to be, you know, in the presence of Jehovah, you know, mm-hmm. in the presence of the king. And, 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 and everything we need is there. Everything. Yeah. Every, and I'm so, I don't know why I'm amazed by whatever it is I need, it's in his presence. It's in his presence. Whatever it is. It's it's Amen. Oh. Amen. You gonna make Amen. me go on the radio? Mess right Amen. Go on in. Okay, go let me in. ask. <laughs> what have you been learning about God in the past year? Oh my goodness, this is this may sound strange to somebody for me to answer this question, but it's the first thing that popped in my heart to say um, that. Um, I, 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 I don't want to f- fix it up too, but I want to say it as blunt as it came in my mind. But uh, that might be how I have to. It's that He will perform His word. Mm. That's the thing that I've learned about God more this year than ever, you know. And it has encouraged my faith that He will perform His word. Everything that God spoke over my life concerning me birth in ministry, I birthed the church November the second of twenty fourteen. Um, after. I left my job in December of 2013. They gave me a package, you know, to leave. So I left the job, and I wanted to go full-time ministry. Uh, Didn't have no large savings. Didn't have no money set aside to do this. But because God had promised it and because God spoke it, he blessed, you know, that it wasn't about what I didn't have. You know, it was about I had him, and he has everything. And he had given us favor. He has I mean, he has moved and he has blessed. He has opened doors, unmeasurable. I have told you that I trust him now more than I've ever trusted him. You know, about what he said he's going to do, he will show enough to do. It, it was at a places where I could do nothing, but I told God yes. Mm. And every time we have gotten in any type of place, you know, because we're few in number, any type of finances, I'm telling you the Lord moved on our behalf and gave us more than enough than what we've needed. So it it has kept me in a place of God shall do it. We had an experience. The Lord led me uh, about two, three months ago, um, and it didn't make sense to me, but it wasn't wasn't my being. It was what the Lord wanted me to do because we had needs. But the Lord had me to have everybody to give a dollar, pull a dollar out of their pocket. And... um, I went to the bank and I got some extra ones because it was important that everybody had a seed. So I had them to give a dollar. They had a dollar. I said, I don't want you to give this to the church. I need you to go to somebody in the congregation and sow that dollar into their lives. I said, I sow that dollar into their life. So we began to exchange dollars, you know, and by the end there were some people that, uh, two or three people didn't have any, you know, so I began to sow into them. You know, mm-hmm. and so everybody left there with something. Somebody had three, somebody had four. You know, somebody came there with none and had to borrow, but they left there with one. And the Lord began to say, because even though you've given, you still have. You haven't lost. Because sometimes people feel as though when they give to church, then they're not going to have. But when you're given to the kingdom and given to the house of God, you're not going to lose, you know. You can't look at what you ain't going to have You're not going to lose, you're going to still have So as the Lord yes. began to minister And began to speak over the people That they will get blessed 
And Cassandra, I'm telling you the honest to God truth. The, the testimonies begin to come in about, you know, folks, I said, if it don't come in monetary, you're going to see it in your household expenses. And the Lord began to declare, I have one of my members, she said, well, Pastor, I didn't give any money, but the Lord gave me favor that my lights wouldn't shut off. You know, a one lady said that had I listened to the Lord, she said, I wouldn't have got my coffee. He said, because by the time I got to work, somebody had a, a cup of coffee sitting on my desk to bless me with a cup of coffee. You know, I had another one of my members that called me and said, well, I knew I was getting one check in the mail, but I didn't know I was going to get two. And the second one was bigger than the first one, just because huh. they sold a dollar. You know, so it has taught me to, to trust God because I've seen evidence of trusting him. Mm, 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 mm. I got evidence, I got record to show It works when you trust him mm, 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 And not mm. of my own ability You know, not what I can do Because I can do nothing But God can do all things Amen Oh, I, I, oh. Wow, yeah I mean, I, I, God oh, You just confirmed something for me Thank you Yeah <laughs> God, uh, you know, you can't hold on to it. You got to, when God says so, you got to give it. And the mm-hmm. blessings are still coming in. We, You know, job opportunities were given, a choice between which job do you want to take. You know, so, yeah. so God is just blessed with the one seed. I had one of, at, at my um, home church, I had a young man, he said, I need you to start looking at your dollar different. Don't look at it as just one seed to sow. Look at it as a hundred seeds that you're sowing. Mm. He said, you know, because it's about uh, our perception of some things. Because if that's all you have, you know, stop looking at it. it as just this is my one seed. No, you break it all the way down. You've got a hundred seeds that mm. you're sowing, in, you know, into the life of someone else. And God yeah. has a still blessing. You know, one of my ministers called me today. He said, Pastor, I was a little concerned about when I started hearing the other's testimony. I said, well, God, what about me? He said, but I got a call today. You know, they had given me a job offer last week. He said, but I got a call today. They want to give me another job offer. He said, I said, oh, mine was delayed, but I wasn't denied. You know, so, you know so we've just, but we've got to, you know, trust in God. Lean not to our own understanding. Stop measuring up what you can do with what God has already promised that he is going to do. Yes. Yes. Oh. You know what, I'm, I'm, and I'm going to tell you what you confirmed for me. Um, okay. God periodically will have me, you know, it's always funny to me. I, when when I don't have enough money to do whatever I'm going to do, he'll tell me, sow your way out of it. Okay, all right. And um, and I, and I always laugh, you know, because I, I know now, you know, I just sow my way out. If if, if I ain't got enough faith like me, I don't worry about the light bill. I, I sow seeds, you know. Okay, and okay. And so, um. And I laugh about that because he and I were just having that conversation about a week ago. And um, and I said to him in my car, I said, well, Lord, it's just time for us to sow our way right on out of it. Because a lot of times, like you said, we think that when we give to God or give to God's people that we're going to be in lack. And we must absolutely change the way that we look at that thing. Those are seeds that we're sowing. You know, I'm not responsible for what you do with the seed once I release it in your hand. In fact, I'm not even going to get into that. What I am going to do, though, I'm going to release that seed. That's right. You know, I I mean, and and it's just, and I see him doing, it's so funny when you, see God moving behind the scene, and you kind of go, wait a minute. You know, it's almost like you can feel it in the atmosphere, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And and, and I I, I know him. I I know. That's why I don't trip with people when they get to talking about tithes and offering all that other stuff. I'm going to sow, you know. And and I may not sow it in front of the church for everybody to see me sow it. I'll Mm -hmm. be the one coming to your house at 11 o'clock putting it under the doormat, you know. Okay, Um, Because I want him, I, I, because it, it's about my relationship with him, and mm-hmm. I know that he see me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so we have to change um, how we think. And I love how you put um, people think that when they give to God that they'll be lacking. But you're mm-hmm. never, ever, ever going to lack. And I've heard my pastor say time and time again, you'll never be, God will never be in court for non-support. That's now, right. this is what I've had had to happen in my life, though. I will sow a seed thinking it's coming back a certain kind of way. I hear you, yes. And what God has taught me is don't look for it that way. 
mm-hmm. you know, because I've had, and I'm just going to be real with the folk listening and the folk listening by Internet and stuff, we like to think, okay, I'm going to sell $25 into somebody's life. Right. Okay. God may um, um, double my seed or, you know, multiply my seed, and I think I'm somebody going to walk up and give me $75. Somebody mm-hmm. may, but mm-hmm. you also have to look at it in, and, and this, God brought me about this. He said, quit looking for my seed to come back in money because right. now he's taught me that if it don't come back in money, it's because he gave me favor and I didn't need the money no way. There you go. You know, yeah. and that messes me up with him time and time again, and it makes me laugh now because I said, I'm so this, and I can't wait to see how you're going to, you know, come on back to, to your girl. You know, and so we have to really change um, our perception about, especially about God's house and Amen. and and His stuff and 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 handling His business. And I'm so glad that you um, broke it down like that. Um, and I actually put it on my Facebook page just like that because we're so busy getting caught up in what somebody else is doing. You know, and and it, it trips me out on Sunday when people always make these posts about. Are you supposed to pay tithes and all this other kind of crazy stuff? I got enough sense to know that if it take money to pay to run my house, I know it take money to run God's house. Exactly. Yeah. And so we get caught up and we won't give um, because we think, well, the money going to the pastor or the, the money going to the deacons. Well, why don't you just mind your business and give anyway? Yeah, that's the truth. You know, and 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 oh, you made that live for me. I I even wrote that on my page. I want to make myself a sticky. I I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, because we're not gonna lack. We are we're not gonna lack. There is not gonna be any lack with God and His children. It's it's not going to be lack. I'm telling you, there's nothing. After leaving my job, I have not missed a beat. I'm telling you, I've still been able to do everything that I desire to do. You know, Amen. And I praise God for uh, His favor. You know, and, and and my assignment is to keep walking in obedience. You know, mm. I've got to keep walking in. That's that's my assignment. I ain't got to figure out how it's gonna come. I just got to keep walking in obedience. I've had people come to my door with money and 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 put say the Lord told me to bring this to your house. You know, but it was my assignment to walk in obedience unto the Lord, and yeah. that's where we. Stop trying to analyze God. Don't stop yeah. trying to figure out God. He is mm. God. There's no question about him. He is God. He's going to always be God. Stop trying to yeah. figure it out. Stop trying to give him your opinion. He don't need it. God already mm. has a plan. He don't need your opinion when he got a plan. Yes. Because I want you to try plan. to help him. Yeah. He's, he's got <laughs> a plan. Let God's plan work itself out in our lives. Stop trying to yeah. critique it. He don't need your help. You don't need you making no phone calls. He don't need you doing nothing. All he wants you to do is continue to seek his face, you know, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him, and delight yeah. your ways in him. He's going to give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. All our needs are met. You know, because the real fact of the matter, we're living now better than we've ever lived. Hallelujah. <laughs> we are living with living houses. That our our bank account don't complement. We're driving cars mm. that we probably can't really didn't really see how we was going to afford them. You know, we work jobs that our resume don't honor. You know, with Hallelujah. no degree, we got people sitting beside us with degrees. You know, they mm. work the same job that you work with no degree. It's the yes. favor of the Lord. And if Jeez. we as born again believers will let God be God in our life, sell out mm. to Him. Stop trying to compromise with the enemy. Sell out to mm-hmm. God. Walk this walk and talk this walk. Live according to his word. The sky is the limit. He said he would open up heaven's windows and pour our blessings. There would be room enough to receive it. But we've got <sighs> to be steadfast and unmovable. Mm. Stop being wishy-washy, saints. Yeah. You know, the Bible said that in the last days there are perilous times, and, you know, there are going to be people that are lovers of themselves, and, you know, they're going to be truth breakers. They're going to be all this that Scripture tells us in Second Timothy. But it's important that we be aware that we are living in the last days, but if the real saints of God will hold fast to victory, hold fast to their walk, their salvation in God, and maintain a level of, of holiness in them, because we are let the standard go down trying to compromise with some things, but hold on to the standard of holiness and know that it's through God. It takes holiness to see him. It takes holiness to please him. I'm not talking about denomination. I'm talking about a life. 
You must yeah. be holy, must be righteous. And I promise you, you won't see no lack and no slack in your life. I mm. guarantee you, if you try it, take my word for it, you know, that God would do it. It's God's word. You know, I mean, not my word. It's what God's word said he's going to do. You know, he's going to bless them. Amen. That seek his face. I thank him. Oh, my God, I thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. I praise God. I feel him. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, you know, for this place and this radio and, and, and how the Lord is leading you. And I pray that, you know, for every listener, I pray for the enlargement of your territory. I thank God for your zeal and for your fight, and, and, and even for the laughter that you produce in our fellowship that is always good, you know, that always brings healing, you know. So I thank you that you're touchable, you know, that you're you're reachable, and, and, and I praise God for that fellowship, you know. But today I just want to also just tell you to remain faithful in him, remain encouraged in him. Don't ever stagger at his promise, but I need you to continue to walk all the way with him. Amen. Because there are greater things that God is going to do. You know, it could be just a weekly broadcast now, but, you know, wherever you want the rest of this to go, you know, God will breathe on what you've placed before him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. He'll manifest, you know, miracles for you because you're seeking to get his gospel and his truth to the world. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. (laughs) Through writing your books, through, you know, doing the things on the radio, to posting the things on Facebook. So I pray that the favor of the Lord will continue to follow you, that whatever you set your hand to do for the kingdom, that God will allow man to give you favor, that it shall go forth. You know, for the vision, he would always have provision. You know, for everything that he's put in your belly, you know, I need you to make sure you push to the limit. Oh, God, I give you glory. Push to the limit. You know, pray until something happens. That's what everybody say, push me. Pray until something. Push to the limit. Thank you, That God will give you the things because you see things so big. Praise God. Hallelujah. I thank you for the vision. You see things greater. Oh, bless his name. Thank you, my God. Yes, Jesus. Yes. God said, this is the green light. My check. My not see, I thank you. This is the green light. Yes. Oh, glory to your name, our God. Yes. Yeah, take the yellow light down. You've been cautioned, but God says, this is the green light tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, everything. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Everything is well. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. I give you glory. Thank you, sir. Yeah, green light means go. Okay, my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple things that shall burst forth. Yeah. Yes, I thank you, Jesus. God, ah, yeah, 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 Lord. Oh, God. Jesus. Thank you, sir. See, I knew you was going to mess with me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Jesus. Yes to his will and yes to his way. Yes. Yes, sir. Now, listen here, woman of God. Since you done messed us up. Now you got to pray this off of us, Lord Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> oh God, I thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. My thank God, you. Father, we thank you today for thank this you. time of visitation. We thank, thank you, God, God, for your grace and we thank you for your mercy. God, we pray now for every listening ear, oh God, until my voice now, God, that thank they will be encouraged through this broadcast, that they will grab hold to their faith and look to the hills from which cometh the help. Thank I you, speak Jesus. now to every down head that it be lifted. Oh, ye gates, lift them up your heads now. Oh, ye gates, and be ye lifted up ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord God Almighty. God, I pray now that if there be any sick that you would heal. We know that you're greater than the doctor. You are the healer. We pray now, God, that you would bring back way with children and sons and daughters. God, that you would save our families now. In the name of Jesus, we are fully persuaded that you're able yeah. to do all things. We're fully Hallelujah. persuaded that we are more than conquerors through him. We're fully persuaded that nothing can separate us from your love. And, God, mm. we bless your name and give your name glory. 
We pray, Thank God, you, for Cassandra and for the vision and for the work of the ministry that's been assigned to her hand. We pray, God, Thank now that you would take her to the world, to take her broader, oh, God, to the world, internationally to the world. We speak to the grounds that they're waiting for her now in the name of Jesus. God, I pray even now for her children, God, that you would manifest your work and your will in their lives in Jesus' name. They, too, shall declare the things of God. They shall declare the things of God. They Mm. too shall declare the things of God in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for all that you're doing for us and that you promise that you're going to work out. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 You know what? You just always, I don't care what I'm going through. When when, When you have such a calming presence, You have such a sweet, sweet spirit about yourself that always, every time I'm in your presence, I I get these bumps on my arm. You know, and and, and it's almost like I'm walking by Paul's shadow. I'm amazed. And and I know the power that worketh in you. I'm just amazed and I'm humbled um, that you would take time to drop by our little show and, 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 and share the word. Will you come back? I sure will. I am so honored. This is my honor. Listen, you have made history for me. I've never been on a radio. So, but this is what God promised he was going to do. He was going to yeah. take me to radio. He was going to take me to t- the television. He was going to take me to the world. So you have Absolutely. made history in the process of God over my life. Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, it will be my honor to come back and to share. Yeah. Oh, And I love, I love doing this because I always I, – I've always been the type of person that I love to be under people that I call spiritual giants because it's almost like I get to sit at your feet and just kind of glean. And I always laugh, and I talk to God about this all the time, that um, this is one of my favorite things to do because for at least one hour every week, I get to sit at somebody's feet and just glean and glean and glean and, and just try to pack everything in, and I am so honored um, that you took time out of your busy schedule to to just pour into us tonight. I am honored to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting us, and I thank God for the fully persuaded uh, listeners, and I want you all to be encouraged. I love you, you know, sis, and uh, whatever I can do for you in the kingdom, you know, to help get the message across to the world, I am definitely honored to do that because you bless me when you allow me to make visitation. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. You enjoy the rest of your evening. You do the same and give my love to the apostle. I sure will. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. You guys, I know that y'all are mopping your faces. I know that you swooning in your chairs. Because I'm doing the same things. Uh, I love her. I love her spirit. And I love her presence. And the same way she was on the air tonight, that's how she is in person, guys. I mean, you you walk up on her and, and you can feel the Jesus radiating out of her pores. I know it sounds crazy, but I'm telling you, um, she is just that good of a person in spirit. Um, and, and that's why I love her and I respect her so. But y'all know how we do it, right? So go by the webpage, www.fullyfersuadedthenumber2.com. Um, if you feel like sowing a love offering into the ministry, feel free. If you just want to come and look and, and, and um, access archive shows, please feel free to do that. If you want to be on, if, 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 if God has led you this way, send me an email at Cassandra at fullypersuadedthenumber2.com. We'll be glad to talk about it with you. Um, But y'all know how we get out of here, right? I'll see you next Monday for Fully Persuaded About Faith. Let your power fall when your name is called. Prove the doubters wrong. You're still mighty and strong. So fight this That you have won